From St. Ishmael's to St. Dogmiles for Pembrokeshire. From Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio News. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Matthew Spill. MP for Preseli Pembrokeshire Stephen Crabb has called for an official investigation into last weekend's paddleboarding tragedy on the banks of the Clevi River in Haverford West. Local politicians such as MS Paul Davis have offered condolences to the victims. Stephen Crabb said the tragedy had shocked the community and an official investigation would need to be carried out. Three paddleboarders died in the accident on Saturday including former soldier Paul Paul O'Dwyer, who jumped into the water to save two others. Five people were pulled out of the water uninjured by the emergency services. The group of nine people were all on a weekend trip to explore the river. Latest data from Public Health Wales shows 116 new cases of coronavirus in Pembrokeshire. There are 110 new cases in Carmarthenshire and 32 in Ceredigion. Four areas of Pembrokeshire have case rates among the worst in Wales. Currently, the worst impacted area in Pembrokeshire is Fishguard. Rates were also above 1,000 in Haverford West, where 97 new cases were recorded in the last week. Milford Haven East, St David's and Letterston were in areas of Wales with the top 10% of case rates. The Health Board is no longer updating its vaccination reports with invitations for third boosters now being sent out across West Wales. Waste and recycling centres in North Pembrokeshire have escaped closure but will see opening hours reduced in a bid to save around £70,000 a year. Proposals will see a three-day week for Herman and St David's in the summer. Manor Owen near Fishguard would open four days a week but see less opening days in winter. The booking system will be retained with work to reduce pressure on call centre staff. Infrastructure costs are said to be around £300,000 pounds across five sites. Dovrith Powys Police are appealing for information after an attempted burglary took place at a shop in Milford Haven. The attempt occurred at the Premier Store on Marble Hall Road about 2am on the morning of Saturday, October the 30th. Dovrith Powys Police said if you have any information or potential CCTV opportunities, please contact police on 101. Mid and West Wales Fire Service are advising people to stay safe around bonfires and fireworks this year. There are warnings that unsupervised bonfires may include items which are toxic or have a risk of explosion. Richard Vaughan-Williams is an arson reduction manager. He says we continue to advise against having your own personal displays. Of particular concern is the misuse of fireworks as well as obtaining the use of professional-grade fireworks works by amateur users. Meanwhile, the RSPCA fears a surge in unplanned events could put animals at risk. And that's the latest. You're up to date on Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio weather. Thank you very much there to the news team for the latest at 11 o'clock this morning. Thank you, Matt Spill, you absolute diamond. Right, let's have a look at the weather now. And uh, today, heavy showers and scattered at times um, there's a high chance of some heavy downpours right across the day today and things doesn't look like they're going to be uh, uh, lifting up anytime soon either highs of 10 degrees chilly overnight we've got uh, lows of five degrees and also blustery in places gusts of up to 20 mile an hour this is pure west radio
Doing it, playing here on Pure West Radio. So we are supporting uh, Fertility uh, Network UK all this week. And uh, we've got some wonderful guests joining me. And today it's turn of the fellas. Uh, yes, we've got problems as well, you know. Uh, so uh, I've got two guests joining us in just a few moments' time uh, for Fertility Network UK. Also, we're going to be recapping on the third clue for this week's Who Is In The Hot Tub. Also, loads of great tunes amongst all of that. And of course, fireworks. It's just two sleeps away. We're going to be at the two biggest events here in West Wales, at Milford Haven and Whitland. All the details on that just before 12 o'clock midday. Remember, remember the 5th of November with an award-winning fireworks musical display. This bonfire night at Park Dr. Owen with Narbeth and Whitland Roundtable. Brought to you in association with Formula One Fitness, the all-round venue perfect for all your health, fitness and well-being needs. 
enjoy hot food, sweets, a fun fair, and even a drink at the bar while enjoying a magnificent fireworks display. Gates open at 5.30pm with the fireworks display at 7.30. Book your tickets at event.wales Whitland Fireworks for £5. Under 12s, go free. Proceeds of the night will go to local charities and Park Dr. Owen. This has been brought to you in association with Gravels Kia Narberth. Visit Gravels on the Redstone Road in Narberth and test drive a Kia today. Panto is coming to Tenby. Hi, I'm James Arge Argent and I'm playing Silly Simon in Jack and the Beanstalk. It's behind you! Oh no it isn't. Oh yes it is! Jack and the Beanstalk at the Devalence Pavilion, nights to the 31st of December. Get your tickets at bigpemspanto.com. It's behind it's you! Behind you. trouble again at oc davis roundabout garage nayland we like to keep it simple offering you service plans from just under 10 pounds a month from affordable used cars to zero percent finance not to mention nil advance payment on the mobility scheme you can guarantee you'll get more for your money put the pedal to the metal and get the most out of your motor call 01646 600858 or go online to ocdavis.com Pure West Radio
across Pembrokeshire, 24 hours a day. I was born in the wagon of a traveling show. My mama used to dance for the money they'd throw. Mama would do whatever he could. Reach your little gospel. Sell a couple bottles of Didn't play guitar, not everybody drove a car When music really mattered and when radio was king When accountants didn't have control and the media couldn't buy your soul When computers were still scary and we didn't know everything Oh, I wish I was a punk rocker with flowers in my hair In 77 and 69, revolution was in the air I was born too late to a world that doesn't care Oh, I wish I was a punk rocker With flowers in my hair When pop stars still remained a myth And ignorance could still be bliss And when God saved the queen She turned a white, a shade of pale My mom and dad were in their teens And anarchy was still a dream And the only way to stay in touch Was a letter and the mail Oh, I wish I was a punk rocker With flowers in my hair In 77 and 69 Revolution was in the air I was born too late To a world that doesn't care Record shops were still on top And vinyl was all that they stopped And the super info highway Was still drifting out in space Kids were wearing hand-me-downs And playing games Men kick arounds And footballers still had long hair And dirt across their face Oh, I wish I was a punk rocker With flowers in my hair In 77 and 69 Revolution was in the air I was born too late To a world that doesn't care Pembrokeshire from Pembrokeshire. 
Everybody's talking at me I can't hear what they're saying Only the echoes of my mind People stop and stare I can't see their faces Only the shadows of their eyes The sun keeps shining through the pouring rain Going where the weather suits my clothes Backing off of the northeast wind and sailing on summer breeze Tripping over the ocean like a stone And everybody's talking. And this week, we are talking about uh, fertility, as it is uh, Fertility uh, Awareness Week. And I've had a, uh, a whole host of, of some brilliant guests uh, join us already. Uh, so uh, Fertility Network UK has uh, set up uh, this week of awareness to, to get us all talking. And uh, today, it's uh, it's over to the blokes. Um, so I've got uh, uh, two very kind gentlemen joining us uh, here on the show this morning. Uh, Gareth Jones and uh, Jason Smith. Um, thanks ever so much uh, for joining us here this morning, guys. Thanks for having us. So, so Gareth, you're in Cardiff, and we're all jealous of Jason, who's on holiday in Spain at the moment. Where, whereabouts are you in Spain, Jason? Uh, so we're in uh, Mercia. Nice. What's the temperature like at the moment? Uh, it's about 23 at the moment. Oh, lovely. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, we're in single digits uh, here in West Wales today. <laughs> it is very, very cold out there. Absolutely blowing a hoolie as well. What's, what's Cardiff like then, Gareth? Uh, it's you know it, there's no gale it's quite still but grey overcast and yeah. with the odd bit of sun poking through from from Wales to Espanyole hey I know who's definitely in the right place uh, this morning <laughs> um, well thank you ever so much for joining us guys and, and talking I guess about uh, which is something you know quite quite personal to you uh, to you both uh, Jason um, I'll come to you first as um, you know you had problems uh, with, with with fertility and the Fertility Network UK has certainly uh, helped you through uh, through your struggles um, so so t- tell us about your story. Uh, there. So uh, for me, my journey, um, it actually took me quite a long time to recognize it was me uh, with the issue um, uh, there and uh, kind of felt like a constant uphill battle, uh, kind of uh, find out what was actually wrong and uh, going through everything there, um, had SSR surgery and there to uh, actually get the full diagnosis um, and uh, uh, after that, I felt like I was kind of abandoned a little bit. It was kind of like, oh, you uh, are infertile. And then that was just kind of the end of the story a little bit there. And uh, so it felt quite brutal in the exchange um, there. Um, yeah, I there's, could imagine, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, so it was with the Fertility Network that actually kind of pushed me to kind of actually keep on asking a few more questions and mm. pushing a little bit. And uh, we got counselling uh, through um, our fertility um clinic and uh, and that helped me a lot kind of uh, actually kind of get myself together and actually kind of uh, encourage me to actually talk about it more so with my partner because uh, I've kind of got to the point where I wasn't talking at all and uh, I was just internalizing it all and uh, actually talking about it and kind of being a bit more open and honest about it has really helped me um, with it. So um, had you been trying for, for, for children for quite some time then but before you sort of realized yes. oh hang on a minute something's something's quite not right here. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'd been trying for uh, for a couple of years um, wow. uh, there before, uh, before then. So uh, yeah, so <laughs> it was a, a, quite a journey there, um, and I feel like um, the fertility clinics kind of look at the women primarily and uh, mm. kind of mm. uh, the blokes after, and uh, even though. Um, since like kind of like looking into different things it's actually about 50 percent of the cases are male factor mm. uh infertility but it, it definitely doesn't feel like that it feels like everything's geared towards the ladies yeah, and, yeah. Uh, um uh, which is not a bad thing um there but i do think that there's not a lot of research that's gone into male infertility and i think that there needs to be more and i think the conversation needs to be had um and i think uh, guys need to speak up a bit a, a bit more about it yeah, you're spot on. I think it's 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 a, a trait as blokes have, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's nothing to do with us. I will be all right. You know, our, our leg can be hanging off and we won't go to hospital. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's one of them, isn't it? You know, and, until something is is drastically wrong, we won't we won't put our hands up and, and go to the docs about it. So, so um, how how were the next steps uh, for, for you then? What 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 sort of happened? Uh, there, so I'm kind of uh, still in a little bit of limbo at the moment, and uh, but I feel like. Um, uh, so I've got my diagnosis, um, there, but all of the shift and all of the weight and the focus has uh, gone back to my partner okay. um, there because it's all about the weight. Um, there Now for the next steps, um, there, whether I decide to go through, uh, uh, for, through donor um, pathway, um, there, it all depends on my partner's weight and uh, she's just a little bit over. Um, there and uh, uh, so everything's on pause and on hold until that changes and wow. I feel like that's a lot of pressure on my partner as mm, well mm. and uh, so I feel like I'm trying to support her with that as well and uh, but even though she's perfectly healthy and uh, everything there's nothing wrong with her and uh, the whole treatment has come to a come to a pause there uh, they're all be- all because of a, a couple of extra pounds as it were. yeah it, we, we've heard of, of so many restraints this week from BF am i to even the 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 fertility postcode lottery which is just it's incredibly hard to believe you know the the different uh, supports you will or won't get compared to where you are in the uk uh gareth um thanks for for joining us uh, on the show and, and and being patient there so so, so tell us about your journey because it's uh, been um your partner that you've been supporting through this isn't it Yes, that's absolutely right. And um, just, just to pick up on uh, something Jason said there, it's probably worth starting with a caveat that however hard it is for, for us men, I think there probably needs to be a recondition that for, for women, it's uh, it's several degrees harder, isn't it, given mm, that their bodies certainly. actually have to go through it. Yeah. So I, yeah. I think I should start with that caveat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so good. I'll, I'll be fine afterwards now. So <laughs> so my my wife, uh, Sophie and I, we, we started trying in, in January of 2018 and um, for us, uh, I think if, if I can divide it, divide it into phases, mm. phase one was the sort of diagnostic phase. And during that time, we were watching friends and also my younger sister and her partner have babies, obviously absolutely delighted for them. But as time wears on, it, it sort of becomes tinged with it with a little bit of, of sadness. Mm. And mm. there can be, it sounds odd, but you, you do slightly grieve for something you don't have, which is an emotion I've you know hadn't experienced before um and it, as I'm sure Jason is aware it, it, it sort of takes a year doesn't it for the NHS to recognize that there's a problem after you try it after you're trying naturally um and that initial acceptance was quite difficult that recognition that it wasn't going to happen in the normal way for us we were going to be among the one in six couples who mm. struggle mm. with fertility issues and that the process would be medicalized um, so we had a, the usual battery of tests and things, so the semen analysis for me and uh, Sophie to go through uh, blood tests, um, uh, ultrasounds, uh, HSG tests, um, and we got the diagnosis of unexplained infertility. 
But as um, Rod Gilbert of uh, the Him, Him Fertility Group, which I, I'm sure we'll come to later on, he, he's a co-chair of that. As he rightly says, it should it, that's a misnomer. It should really be unexplored infertility. Um, because although the NHS are doing a great job in following those uh, the NICE guidelines, uh, as they're called, I think that's the National Institute for Health and Care Excellence, that they have to follow certain guidelines. Um, there, there are a lot of things from the male side that aren't explored and, and probably should be. So mm. I, th- I think that's one change, um, Jason's nodding, that I think we'd like to see to see happen in future. Um, anyway, we, we were referred to the Wales Fertility Institute and you, you alluded to the postcode lottery earlier. Uh, we're very lucky to be in an area where you can have two cycles on, on the NHS. Um, although uh, we were told we'd have a 15-month wait. Um, but doing the maths uh, from sort of 2019, that takes you to spring 2020. And we all know what happened then, of course, mm-hmm. um, the, the, the pandemic struck. Um, and it always seemed that treatment was always two months a- away. Um, so, you know, we sort of slightly lost faith for a bit and explored options um, privately. My, my, my partner or wife now, sorry, uh, is absolutely brilliant at her research and things. Um, and uh, we found a clinic in, in Epsom called CRP Clinic. Um, so we were looking at things in, in conjunction. Um, and it's around that stage I think I started to struggle a bit. You, you've alluded to the, the male way of doing things earlier. You know, it's a kind of deal with it type mm. mentality that stopped working for me around that time. But luckily I stumbled across this male support group that was run by Fertility Network um, and has now become the Him Fertility Support Group, um, which was spun out of Rod Gilbert's documentary. Again, we, we mentioned that earlier. It's called Standard Twin Fertility. It's still available on iPlayer for another couple of months if people want to check out that, that resource. It's really, really good. Mm. Um, and those, those groups have, have, have now merged. So with Him Fertility, what, what, you know, the objective of that is to just increase awareness, encourage men to talk openly, about it um, I go to those support groups um, pretty much on a monthly basis they happen every month uh, there's no obligation to speak you can sit there with your camera off and just listen which in and of itself I found useful at the beginning mm, mm, just mm. to interact with people who are having a similar experience and knowing that you're you're not alone because as supportive as some of my friends and family were um, they ultimately didn't know what it was like so you, you really need someone who's in the same boat as you, I think, to to, to, to relate. It's, uh, yeah, really great to, to have that opportunity. And for me, that was a lifeline because, as we've said, there's that lack of support um, mm-hmm. available, even though men are 50% of the equation, both biologically and emotionally. Yeah, well, it, it seems like you've... You know, you're both going, you know, still through, you know, a, a very, very difficult time. Um, and, and I, I guess the, the, the Fertility Network UK has been has been such uh, great support. Um, I mean, Jason, um, you know, Gareth did touch on it, but obviously everything sort of grinds to a halt, whether it be through the pandemic or, um, you know, just just because of current circumstances, you have to sort of, you know, tick all the boxes uh, for things, things to proceed. So, so you know. And, until I guess those boxes are ticked, I guess at the moment it's it's just a, sort of a, a waiting game for you, is it? Yes, very much so. We're in that uh, waiting game part of it now. Um, there is a while. Well, I know we've got our next um, appointment with, with a consultant in six months' time to kind of review wow, uh, where we're crikey. at. Yes, yes. Uh, there's wow. a, um, uh, and that that was only because the guy was kind. Um, there, um, he very very much um, uh, could have at that point um, said, uh, "You contact us back when you've lost a weight." Um, yeah. There, he, uh, but he penciled in uh, us in for the six months um, there to kind of uh, have that kind of goal to work towards, I guess. And yeah. um, there's, um, but uh, very much so, he could have uh, at that point just said, um, "You know what you need to do. Go off and do it, and uh, uh, and then come back to us uh, when when the BMI is correct." Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, Fertility Network UK, of course, you're using the, the support groups um, at, at the moment. Um, would, would you recommend these to, to anybody that's, you know, in a similar position or if they're just finding it difficult talking or they would just like some, some more information? 
Uh, yeah, I think um, the website itself, um, the Fertility uh, Network, um, has a lot of resources on it. Um, there, that is really good uh, to read through. Um, uh, there, the support groups that are available on there, I'd encourage anyone to do that, even if they're not comfortable with talking. Um, there, I think uh, just uh, just just to listen and hear those stories, because uh, like Gareth said, um, there, even though you can, talk, uh, you might have a quite a supportive family and quite uh, people around you. Um, sometimes, if they've not been through something similar um or haven't uh have no experience with it and there it's kind of like they just kind of say well i'm sorry to hear that but there's no real kind of depth to the conversations that you're having with them and then when you hear from someone that's going through the same thing you can kind of take and learn a lot from them as well that's it. I mean, I think collectively, you know, as as fellas coming together as well and just, just talking about it, it really, really does help. And of course, with all the restrictions, we haven't been able to get on the pub as much and just have that pint and be able to, to talk openly about these things. So it's, it's, it's really wonderful, Gareth, to hear that, you know, these support networks are there for, for, for blokes and, uh, you know, the, the open conversations can happen because it's one of those, isn't it? Until you go through it, you, you know, it's not really talked about a huge amount, is it? Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. And, uh, you know, I've heard anecdotally through the group some experiences of, of men being in the room and, and, and in some cases, unfortunately, not even being addressed by the medical staff and like really making them feel like a, mm. a spare part. You know, in fairness, I have to say that that wasn't my personal experience, um, except oh, if you factor if you factor in the, the, the pandemic, um, you're literally ex- excluded from the room. I'm, I'm sure that's happened to you, too, Jason, during the pandemic, where only uh, the, the, your partner has been allowed to to go in, mm, um, mm. Uh, and 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 that fe- that feeling of helplessness sometimes is, is is difficult, and you you wish you could take some of your partner's physical pain away, but you know, uh, uh, unfortunately, that's not possible, of course. Um, but you know, uh, I, I don't think I mentioned um, I mentioned phase one of my experience, but um, f- phase two was that eventually we did get a diagnosis that my, um, my partner was suffering from um, PCOS, that stands for uh, polycystic ovary syndrome. Um, and we were we were very lucky in that Wales Fertility uh, Institute took on board what the private clinic said. And so there was a certain amount of working, working together. Um, and we went through the whole um, IVF process which again, from the male perspective, is, is, is quite hard to watch with your, your partner's having to inject herself with injections, you know, with extremely regularly, you know, mm. daily. Um, and you want to share this burden, but, but you can't. The only thing you can do is be there and provide sort of ice packs and plasters and, and that sort of thing. Um, but I do want to offer you know, some hope here because ultimately we were extraordinarily fortunate it, 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 we were, it, it worked the first time, wow. essentially, and, and Sophie is, is, is now 19 weeks pregnant. So, you know, well, congratulations. We're, we're extremely grateful. Thank you. Thank you. So I just, just wanted to offer help, uh, sorry, offer hope even mm. for, for people out there that although it took three and a half years, we, we have got there in, in the end. Uh, but as Jason quite rightly says, that the waiting part is is really the most difficult element, I think. Yeah. And I think what's great is, you know, you've got Fertility Network UK there to, to help guide you through it and, and support you both through it. I mean, Gareth, as you say, you know, wonderful yeah. news, your partner's pregnant. We had a, a lady on yesterday that um, had to receive a donor egg. It was about a similar time length. You know, the, it, it is it is quite a lengthy process. The pandemic's obviously really uh, put, put uh, a big anchor on on everybody's process at the moment it's it's really dragging and slowing things down but with over three and a half million in the P, you know three and a half million in the UK go through some sort of fertility challenge at some point in their life it's great that we've got the support networks uh, there um, and Jason I, I hope in six months time you, you have some some good news um, and, and I wish you all the best of luck with that and uh, and Gareth as well I wish you all the best with uh, with your wife's pregnancy and uh, I, I'm, I'm sure you're very excited to be a dad in the next couple of uh, months time so so, uh, the best of luck to, to, to both of you on your journeys. Really appreciate your time, guys, and, and thank you ever so much for joining us here on the show. Well, thank, thank you. Very much. I, thank you. Could I quickly finish with some action points? Because I think men like taking action points, and, and that is to, to go to the Fertility, Fertility Network page. 100%. Um, there's the Him Fertility thing is on there. Subscribe, and you'll be notified about all the, um, the support groups I mentioned. And actually, tonight on YouTube at six o'clock, the co-chairs of that group, Rod Gilbert, Ian Stones and Toby Trice, are hosting a fireside chat. 
So just enter that those names and fireside chat into YouTube, and that should come out this at six pm tonight. Fantastic. And uh, the details uh, for Fertility Network UK are also available in the comment section right now. So you can just uh, click on the link and uh, you can be taken to the web, uh, which is fertilitynetworkuk.org. Um, Gareth Jones, Jason Smith, thanks ever so much for your time for joining us on the show this morning. Really do appreciate it, guys. Lovely. Thanks very much. Thank you very much. Well, absolute stars. It's no easy task talking about these uh, personal subjects, um, but uh, absolute stars that they are for doing that. We're supporting Fertility Network UK all this week here on Pure West Radio. For more help and support, um, you can check out the website right now, fertilitynetworkuk.org. Here's Jonas Sue, Black Magic on Pure West, then recapping on who's in the hot tub. Your chance to win a hot tub for a week with Castle Hot Tubs. Driving down the 4 5, running all the stop signs. The way you're touching my skin. The way you're making me sin, laying in your backseat. So put your magic on me. Come and tie me up in your strings. Uh, make me do anything. Yeah, yeah. Got me looking hella crazy. Yeah, yeah. Got me tripping on you lately. Yeah, I'm under your spell and I'm under your body. Oh, it's like black, black magic. You work your voodoo on me. Things you do to me, yeah. Black, black magic. Uh, just like that. Black, black magic. You work your voodoo on me. Wasn't me. Heard the words that I told her. Wasn't me. Heard the screams get. 
said I'm sure really not a right for vex. I never used to see you make the jig a low flex. I saw the else to favor you in a big complex. Seeing is believing, so you better change your specs. You know she have a bring a whole of things up from the past. All the little evidence, you better know for mass. Quick by your hands up, no off it up. But if you back a gun, you know you better run fast. But she caught me on the counter. Wasn't me. Saw me banging on the sofa. Wasn't me. I even had her in the shower. Wasn't me. She even caught me on camera. Wasn't me. She saw the marks on my shoulder. Wasn't me. Heard the words that I told her. Wasn't me. Heard the screams getting louder. Wasn't me. She stayed until it was over. Honey came in and she got me red handed. Creepy with the girl next door. Picture this, we were both butt naked. Banging on the bathroom floor. How could I?
cycle to say not sorry, but I wish you the best. And I don't hold no grudge, just promise this ain't a test. We okay? We okay? David Getter and Little Mix. That is the Heartbreak Anthem playing right here on PWR. Who's in the hot tub? In association with Castle Hot Tubs, a multi-award winning hot tub specialist. Visit castlehottubs.co.uk So use the clues that I give you to work out who is in our hot tub. Okay, clue number three. Some think I'm a bit posh. Who is in our hot tub? Use the clues on our Facebook page. Submit your guess right there. Hopefully we'll announce who's the winner this Friday and you're in the draw to win a hot tub for a week. Good luck to you. Get your guesses in now on the Book of Face. Who's in the hot tub with Castle Hot Tubs? Visit our showroom on the Vine Road, Johnston or visit castlehottubs.co.uk Some things in life can be a bit of a conundrum and seem to be more trouble than they're worth. But listening to digital radio shouldn't be one of them. Here's a good one. What's so smart about listening on a smart speaker? Well, the answer is actually quite clever. It's a speaker you can talk to, so you can just ask it for your favourite radio shows. Request a station or programme by name and you'll get the live broadcast or the most recent episode. There's no searching by frequency and you can cook in the kitchen or dance doing the housework to whatever you've asked your speaker to play. Quite smart for a speaker. Find out more at getdigitalradio.com. Love Radio. Go digital. Join us every Monday evening on the weekly Pure West Sports Show with Pembrokeshire Properties. All the very latest sports news from around the county as well as views, guests and gossip from our award-winning panel. Join us every Monday between 7 and 9pm. Pure West Sport, proudly sponsored by Pembrokeshire Properties. Buy or sell your next house with a truly local, fast-growing property agent. Pembrokeshire Properties. Welcome home. Seven Spice! With a staff are oh so nice. You'll love our Jalfrezi and special rice. What's even better is our price. This will have you coming back not once, but twice. 
enough of all that rhyming. Malaki! The Seven Spice of Market Street, Halford West, offers the finest Asian cuisine, open six days a week. They offer a fine selection of Indian dishes to eat in or take away. Book your table now or place your order by visiting sevenspice.uk or call Aki on 01437 762 789. The Seven Spice, where the staff are oh so nice. Job Finder on Pure West Radio. If you've got staffing issues, we can help. Get the staff you deserve to help your business succeed. The Pure West Radio Job Finder. Pembrokeshire College are currently looking for a curriculum area manager with independent living skills. The Faculty of Specialist Vocational Training with Pembrokeshire College is looking for an inspiring curriculum area manager to manage all aspects of its independent living skills provision. For more information and to apply, visit purewestradio.com forward slash job the Pure West Radio Job Finder, with 25,000 hits a month, 10,000 plus app downloads, and more than 33,500 followers on Facebook. The Pure West Radio Job Finder, for Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire. Job Finder. <laughs> 